Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary. I'm your host of Hoops and Cards. And some of you might be asking, where you been, man? It's been a couple weeks. Yes. Yes, it has. Uh, welcome back. We're great. Uh, just excited to be with you again. I am here with uh, basketball card collectors and investors. I, I have lots of updates for you on these last few weeks. Uh, done a bit of traveling for work and for family for sure and uh and yeah excited to get back at it with you been following the nba and uh, and have some stories guys i got back my uh most recent group of cards from psa to have graded and i feel pretty good about some of the the tens that i got some of the uh lower end uh prospect rookie cards like a silver trey murphy prism psa 10 or a zaire williams autograph prism or you know one of the things that that if you follow our show or if you've listened to us for a while that the there's basically something for everybody whatever your budget is whatever player you like to collect whatever kind of product that you want to uh, have basketball cards have so many options for us and and today guys i'm excited to be back here with you with hoops and cards to add value to your world, guys, it is all-star break season. It is it is February. Ta-da, it likes it's already February. I can't I can't believe it. I just stepped on my shoe. How is that? How is that a thing? I stepped on my shoe with my other shoe. I was so excited about the all-star game. Uh, I don't know how you felt about the all-stars that were announced as starters, but tomorrow or today, maybe when you're listening to this, they announced the reserves and um that's where I think we'll see a few surprises. Today, I want to weigh in for you on my Western Conference All-Stars and my Eastern Conference All-Stars and why, why I've picked those players. And then also give you a couple tips for buying, selling, or holding some of these players' cards because that's that's why we listen. Guys, that's what Hoops and Cards is all about. Some of you, uh, you're counting on making some some profit maybe by buying and selling cards and you know, you've been tracking with, hey, in the off season, you know, the summer and the fall, those are good times to buy basketball cards. But now, now we've got lots of basketball games on TV. Now we've got a triple header on NBC and Joel Embiid just destroying the Joker in front of everybody's business. And now we've got LeBron James driving to the basket, getting obviously uh, mauled. No, just his wrist got slapped by Jason Tatum and they didn't call it. And that's that's just the world of, of NBA controversy right now. But so many stars that are, you know, fun to collect, fun to have with products. Now, maybe you don't know this. Maybe, maybe there's everything from the, the recently released NBA hoops cards for this season where you can get you some of those Benedict Matherins or Keegan Murrays or Jalen Williams or if you track with me, the other Jalen Williams. Now that's that's got to be confusing if you are in Oklahoma City. But but seriously, there, there there's everything from the cheap NBA hoops cards to the exquisite, the flawless, the National Treasures rookie patch auto cards, the the one of one limited edition cards of incredible players. And I think now, while uh, the market for the basketball card market 
to have gone through what the whole sparts sparts the whole sparts card market the whole market was down and i feel like now it's it's normal we're back to this place where the cards reflect the seasons and the performances of the players a little more than just the hype of new products the hype of angel investors starting company so and so and and Gary V and all these other entrepreneurs they've added some value to the hobby they've added some clicks and some likes and some investors and some some wonderful things to the hobby for sure uh it is more than a hobby it is a great way to make some money if you pay attention and if you like me you 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 want to follow both how the player is doing and then then how are the cards doing right so we're going to get into the NBA All-Stars, and perhaps you already know the starters were announced, you know, based on fan and player vote. The Eastern Conference All-Star starters for 2023. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy here, but all familiar names. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell, and Kyrie Irving. Now, all five of those guys are playing at an All-Star level, but... I didn't mention Joel Embiid, and here's a player who is is making his case, you guys. I've been down on Embiid in the past, and I just want to hit the pause button on some of that because last year it was the second year that he fit, he finished a close runner-up in the most valuable player voting to Nikola Jokic and let us know about it. I feel underappreciated. Nobody's rooting for me. Like It doesn't matter what I do. What do I have to do to get the MVP award? And I even wrote a blog post at hoopsandcards.com and said, well, here's what you have to do, man. Stay healthy. Like you need to play more than just two thirds of your team's games. And beat has missed a lot of time in the last two seasons. So to, to, to say that he's dominant when he's on the court. Yeah, that's not a surprise. But to say that he's on the court enough to beat out the ever durable all purpose. I mean, the Joker looks like he's on his way to another MVP unless he has more performances where he can't stop a guy like Joel. So I wish for the Eastern Conference All-Stars that they weren't so locked into. You got to have two backcourt players, two guards, three frontcourt players like forwards and centers. I wish they just play the, the starting five. Everybody talks about how it's positionless basketball anyway, and you've got big guys roaming the perimeter, shooting threes, like calling them centers anyway. Like Joel Embiid deserves to start, period. Jason Tatum deserves to start, period. Giannis, like these are guys we've mentioned in the MVP conversation all the time, and we should. But I'm just, I'm just like, forget the position, forget the front court, back court. Just, just put Embiid in the game. Put Kyrie out. He does not deserve to start. Is he an all-star caliber player this year? Yeah. Is he fun to watch? Do the fans buy his shoes? Sure. Is he better than Joel Embiid, Donovan Mitchell, Giannis, Tatum, and Durant? No, <laughs> no, not even close. And in the West, they announced the starters too. And same deal, man. Uh, you know, there is one new face, but you got Steph Curry. You've got Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, who's playing like an MVP. And LeBron James, who's playing even more like an MVP at age, I almost said 48. What is he, 38? Yeah, 38. Dude, 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 dude. Like, how many times has he got to drop 40 on us at age 38 for us to stop having this silly conversation about who's the best of all time? He's about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I've got more watchers on my LeBron James tops rookie from 2003 on eBay than I've ever had. And now I'm like, maybe I don't want to sell it. We'll talk about that in a moment. But the other starter in the All-Star game for the East is Zion Williamson. And not that Zion isn't deserving 
It's just that there are other players and other teams more impressive than the Pelicans. And the Pelicans, you know, one week it looks like they're a team on the rise. The next week it's like, oh, gee, they're, they are a wreck. And so this week we're going to talk about, I want to I give you the players who are probably, most of the guys I mentioned will be all-stars or alternates. But in each conference, I could legit list 25 players who are having all-star caliber seasons and who, you know, if you listen to this podcast or you you see us at Hoops and Cards on Instagram and you don't hear your guy mentioned, you're like, Gary, you didn't mention LaMelo Ball. Gary, you didn't mention Desmond Bain. Gary, you didn't mention whoever you wish I would have mentioned. And I could say, you know what? You're right. There's like, there's 40 to 50 guys right now who are having just stellar seasons, and yet we have to pick 13. Five were already chosen for us, and I guess all of those are deserving. I can't complain about Zion or Kyrie being on the team, right? But there are more than eight players, eight extra players in each conference that deserve to be recognized, that are playing like all-stars. We just got to choose eight. Sometimes a guy winds up sitting out because he only played a certain number of games, or he's just good enough to be the ninth guy on the list right? In fact, some of the best players we'll talk about aren't going to make my list because they haven't played enough games this season. So LaMelo Ball is not an all-star. You play 25 games this season, you're not an all-star. Bradley Beal, you played 30 of your team's 50. Uh Uh-uh. Sorry. I'm like 60% is an F. I'm not giving you, especially when there's other players out there to, to look at who have showed up, who have performed, and who have put in 45, 50, 50 plus games at an all-star level. So the other thing I want to look at when I mention each one of these players, and again, this is why you tune in, is to say, all right, are any of these guys a buy right now? And if so, what cards? If so, what cards? Because we have talked in the past that all-star week, here it is, two and a half weeks away from the all-star game in Salt Lake City, Utah. You've got Donovan Mitchell returning home. You've got Laurie Markinen making his new home, Utah. Good luck with all this. It's going to be a good time. But seriously, how do we know uh, as we enter into what was what was supposed to be one of those jumps of the sports card, the basketball card market, when you've got the all-star game and you've got the rising stars and the slam dunk and the three-point shootout and you got me waving my head around like it, like anybody notices. My kids tell me I need to get a green screen. And uh, I'm like, well, what's a green screen? No, I, I think I know what it is, but it'll make the quality of these videos. I don't know if it'll do anything to the audio, except make me feel just so, so green. <laughs> um, but in a moment, we're going to talk about who have I picked? Who would Hoops and Cards say are the deserving best eight all-star reserves? And there may be one or two guys in each conference that you might go, hmm, because it's a new up and coming name or it's a guy who might have a, a decent price on his rookie card but we're going to be we're going to be locking in and thinking about what of these players is worth buying right now if any uh, as the market's going back up and and who if any of these players should we just make a mental note or put a note in your in your calendar write it on your wall like whatever it is set a reminder tell your your smart speaker to say, hey, in July and August, when it's buying season, maybe that's when you remember some of these other names. So uh, we'll get to the all-stars as they should be here in a minute. 
steps back, three-pointer, that's good. Bain was fabulous in that first round, including from three-point range. So when the NBA picks their all-stars, uh, they're going to pick some players that you know and love and some players you don't. They're going to pick some familiar names and they might sneak in a couple of guys that you're like, huh, I, I, I didn't realize that player was this good or he was having that good of a season. Or, huh, why'd they take two players from that team and no players from that team? Like I said, there's enough players that are deserving that we could make four all-star teams right now. But I'm just going to walk you through the eight reserves I've got for the East and uh, give you a little bit of case for each of them. I have eight, and it turned out to be easier than I thought it would be as I looked at their performance for the first 50, 52 games of the season. Some guys eliminated you know, by the fact that they didn't play enough games to warrant consideration or that their team is trash or that their team or they're injured or something's going on and it just doesn't make sense. And so it makes another player more deserving of the nod. It's funny how we say he gets the nod for the all-star game. Cause what, like, is that when you're walking by a dude and you know, you don't want to say hi, you don't say, Hey, what's up fella. Like you just like nod at him or like you, you, you raise your head. You're like, hi, do they just do that in Ohio? Do they do that where you're at? You're listening over there in, in Germany or, if you're over there in uh, Istanbul, John, can you give me a shout out? With some of our listeners, Nathan, tell me, like, what, what does it mean to give someone the nod? Is that like the uh-huh, uh-huh? Like, like raise the eyebrow and bob your head? Like, I, I, and you don't want to do it too much because then it becomes like uh, a, a, a nod, like a shake. You know, I just, I just want to I just want to give these guys a nod and say they're deserving. All right, number one, these aren't in order of importance, but I do want to put Joel Embiid number one. Joel Embiid is playing like an MVP. He's averaging 34 plus a game. He is dominant. He put it on display on like for the whole world to watch last week. And so that's, that's an obvious, right? And uh, his 2014 rookie cards, I think if you look for a rookie Joel Embiid in a PSA nine or a PSA 10, and you get a good deal on it, the reason I would buy now is Joel Embiid is going to make a case for the MVP. Joel Embiid has the Sixers playing like an incredible, well-oiled machine, and they finally have some of those other parts, you know, like DeAnthony Melton, you know, like um, George Niang. <laughs> that has got to be one of the best names in the NBA. Niang. Like he's, they, he's got these other players around him now. Even Maxi will then come off the bench. My guy, Tyrese Maxi. No, he didn't make the all-star team in, in hoops and cards land either. I love him. I think he's got all-star games in his future. I think if he had stayed healthy in December, maybe he would be making the stronger case. But no, going with Joel and going with, you know, you could buy a Joel card now, get a nice one, get you a PSA 10 of something, something, and sell it in May. Sell it in April when he's awarded the MVP or the runner-up. Sell it in May when the Sixers win the first-round series against Milwaukee. Oh. I didn't say that because um, it's not going to happen, right? But Joel Embiid is number one. Number two, numero dos, a player that you hear me talk about quite frequently on this show who is under-respected in the NBA, undervalued in the hobby, and I'm okay with it because it's made for some good buying opportunities for me, is one Mr. Pascal Siakam. 
one of those point forwards who, if you look at his his game, if you look at his averages any given night, he's a triple-double threat. He's averaging 25-plus a game, more than six rebounds, more than seven assists a game, great percentages. One of the things he's dealing with now is that Toronto is underachieving. They have too many parts. In fact, I was driving with my wife on the way to a volleyball tournament this weekend, and I said, I said, honey, can we talk about the Raptors for a minute? And she's like, yes, dear. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because um, talking was just keeping us awake on the drive. I don't know. Like we had a long drive to uh, Sandusky for this volleyball thing. And I'm like, can I, can we just talk about the Raptors for a moment? Like they've got all these, they got Gary, they got Scotty, they got Fred, you know, they got, they got precious. And she's like, precious. And I'm like, yeah, my precious. Now they've got all these good pieces parts, you know, and OG and they, and Pascal Siakam. Like, why aren't they playing like they did 12 months ago when they had the second best record in the East in the second half of the season? Why can't Toronto do that again? And I, and the answer is, I have no idea. I know they've got chemistry issues, right? All that to say, whatever issues they got, whatever place they're, they're, they're in the standings, I don't care if they don't qualify. Siakam's an all-star, period. Period. He's doing it all. He's doing whatever the team needs. He's still a defensive top stopper, and his cards are relatively affordable from 2016. So Pascal Siakam, number three. And uh, it gives me no sense of fulfillment or pride or I told you so it's just a it's just a surprise that this guy returned to the level he's played at uh, off and on for the last four years to be an all-star again Mr. Julius Randall another dude who's like point forward but with more rebounds and more points and the Knicks are good yes I said it out loud the Knicks are good and so they they might have more than one all-star. You might just have to wait and see. But Julius Randle is another dude from that 2014 rookie class. Another former Laker who's coming back to show you who he is and what he can do and make the, the Lakers go, why do we give up on all these guys that are like all-stars now or could be like Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle. Like how many guys? Anyway, Julius Randle, Knicks, playoff run. You know, I would say buy him now if you like him. There aren't a lot of good Julius Randle rookie cards out there, but the Knicks are a huge, that's a huge market. And uh, yeah, if the Knicks make it to the Eastern conference finals, gosh, I wouldn't put it past him. Stay healthy peoples. That's number three, Julius Randle. Number four, another duh, Jalen Brown from the Celtics. Jalen Brown. Yes, sir. 27 plus a game. Super durable. Can take over a game that will like you did in overtime against the Lakers the other day. I don't feel like I need to explain it, but I do think all I'm going to say to you about Jalen Brown's cards is that some of them are in my watch list on eBay. I'm about ready to snipe a PSA 10 optic hollow of Jalen Brown. That's what I'm saying. Like there, he's a player that I like, but he's also the kind of guy that, that the Celtics are the best team right now in the East. They're hungry. They want to win a championship. They were spurned and scorned last season by Golden State. I think if the Celtics win the championship this year, Davey, Erica, it'll be because of Jalen Brown. I get that, that Tatum can go get you 50 or 60. That's fine. But you have another guy who can do it too. Jalen Brown's awesome. He's the, the fourth all-star reserve, not in order of importance, but just how I how I um, I'm counting him down. 
Uh, number five, Trey Young. Like, I can't keep a guy off the all-star team for having 30 points and 9.9 assists a game and a steal and great percentages. I can't do it. You can look all day and say the Hawks are like the, the, the Raptors of the South. They've got all that talent. Look at the, look at the numbers that he and DeJounte are putting up. They just don't win basketball games. And I don't, I'm tired of hearing that John Collins is on the trade block again. Yeah, I don't want John Collins. You know, I, I don't know what they're doing with Anyeka Akangwu. I don't know how they feel about DeAndre Hunter, really. Really? So I don't know. Atlanta's messed up, man. But Trey Young's an all-star, period. 30 points, 10 assists. That gets me every time. Uh, number six, in a very similar precarious situation, although the team is in, is climbing, like they're inching their way up as the, the big three, as it were, in the Windy City are starting to, what, put it together? They're, st- they're starting to make sense of each other. They're starting to be healthy at the same time. Yeah, Vucevic is playing really well. And Zach Levine has upped his game and and uh, is demanding some more respect. And he's in the conversation. But I had to give DeMar DeRozan an all-star spot. I just had to. And uh, there's one of those guys who has the boring, weird-looking Topps rookie card from 2009 that if you find one raw and, and centered, and that's like finding a four-leaf clover. They are so hard to find. And even if you do, like he just doesn't have that global appeal or that large market outside of Chicago. Maybe San Antonio for you sentimental Spurs fans. Spurs fans. Uh, I would just say DeMar's an all-star. I don't need to explain it. Um, If I do, you know, watch some games. DeMar's awesome. Um, He's like the king of the mid-range shots. Uh, Number seven. Number seven. Oh, yeah. I, I had to go with at least one Miami Heat player. And Jimmy Butler... Jimmy Butler, let's say a couple things about good old James. He's missed more than a third of his team's games. Uh, His stats are very similar to three or four other guys here in the East who didn't make my all-star list, who are like close but no cigar, Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, Bojan Bogdanovic, DeJounte Murray. Uh, there's, There's a bunch of guys that are like right there with Jimmy Butler. And so I went with the front court option. I went with Bam Adebayo. These 20 and 10 guys who are centers who can, who are switchable on defense and who really, I mean, I should do a card all-stars thing because, you know, people don't usually buy centers. So why not pick some young up and coming guard scorer dude like Tyrese Halliburton? No, I'm, I'm just saying Bam deserves an all-star spot. All right. A center who plays defense and gets me 11 boards. I can't I can't complain. And he's an Iron Man. He's played most of his team's games. So, bam, you're in. Uh, go have a party. And then number eight, the final all-star spot. And I'm going to give two alternates but because uh, that's like a bonus round, right? Like, the final all-star spot in the East. This was not easy because I had other guards who were deserving. I had uh, James Harden, but he's only played in 33 of his team's 50-plus games. Bro. I can't, Harden's awesome. I, I can't put him in with that few games. I can't do you. I can't put LaMelo in there, right? But I looked carefully at Tyrese Halliburton and I saw a player who hasn't played in a few weeks. And when he did, he was starting to wind down after getting all that love. Oh yeah, Tyrese is an all-star. Tyrese is an all-star. Yeah, and then December happened and then January happened and February and where is he? All I know is the Pacers aren't uh, contending and his numbers, though his assists are good, by the way, he's off the charts good for a point guard at his age with a team he hasn't even been on the roster for a year in Indiana. Like, 
definitely worthy of all-star consideration. But again, I had to pick a guy, right? I had to look my man Darius Garland in the face and say, Darius, I know you're averaging 22 plus or 21.8 a game. I know you've played 44 games. That's more than a bunch of these guys I'm mentioning. I know your percentages. I know when Donovan Mitchell's out, Garland fills in and scores 40, 50, what? 51, we saw it in person. Like, I get it. Darius is deserving. In fact, he's an alternate. But what I what I had to do is say, look at the guy's all-around game. Look at the guy's durability. Look at what he's added to his team. If you've got a few equals, then what, what player is uh, basically getting better as the season progresses and helping his team get better as the season progresses, and you're seeing a major shift in the Eastern Conference, probably because of this, it's Jalen Brunson. It is Jalen Brunson. And so he gets my final spot. You know, uh, the alternates, if I had them, man, it was hard not to put Drew Holiday in that spot because, you know, defense is a thing. And Drew's playing great otherwise. And, and you know, without Chris Middleton, it's not just Giannis that's picking stuff up. It's Drew Holiday that's doing a lot for that team. So I love him, love Zach Levine, DeJounte, you're my guy. Darius Garland is like the guy that I collect and invest in more than any player in the NBA. <laughs> um, but I had to be just be real and say it's Jalen Brunson, people. Um, he's he's proving it. He's clutch. And uh, he can take over a game. But he's he's also been extremely durable and a great leader for the Knicks. So the Knicks get two All-Stars. Hope you like it. They're in New York City, up in that New York area. Those are the Eastern Conference All-Stars. And and what I would say is, as you listen to that list, or if you think about the Eastern Conference list and you want to buy a player's card, ask yourself this question. Uh, number one, is that player heading for the playoffs? Okay, yes or no. Number two, do I just want to have a card of that player for a long, long time? Okay. If your answer to the playoffs is no, then you don't need to buy now. You don't. You can make a list and say, all right, I really like LaMelo. I really like Tyrese Halliburton. I really like this player who's not going to be in the playoffs. Sadiq Bey, whoever your guy is, right? And and make a list and say, all right, I'm going to look at that list in August and buy on discount row. I'm going to buy the cheapos. But if you said yes to the playoff thing and you said yes to I'd like to hold that guy's cards for a while and you're thinking Jalen Brown and you're thinking... Jalen Brunson, oh, I'm rattling off the Jalens like somebody forgot KD. Like there are guys that are going to have upside now and again in the playoffs and beyond that in their careers. So I like those types of players. I like Jalen Brown. I like Julius Randle a little bit, little better than Siakam. And I do love me some Joel Embiid. Now, I'm looking at Embiid's. I'm looking at those players in my watch list. Have I bought any yet? Mm. Well, I've bought and graded some Brunsons and Siakams already. What are you going to do? My Western Conference. Let me rattle through these quickly because I want to wrap up this episode. Uh, I I love you all, but I need to get to uh, another episode and then recording for a podcast, another one on our Basketball Forever podcast network tomorrow early in the morning, an Australia Deep Two podcast. So that should be fun. But uh, the Western Conference, let me go through those eight. Ja Morant, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Damian Lillard, DeMantis Sabonis, 
Laurie Markkinen, De'Aaron Fox, Anthony Edwards, and Paul George. Man, I, I just did, there was no suspense there. I just rattled them off. How did I get there? John Morant, that's obvious. That is, that is so obvious. I don't know what else to tell you. He is one of those players that for me says, yes, he's going to have fun on All-Star game, All-Star game weekend. People will tune in just to see John Morant that weekend. And for the rest of the season, Memphis will be a team to watch and they are super fun. So Ja is the man. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, a no-brainer. One of those guys that's on a bad team, fine. We all know they've tanked, they've got Chet, but here's SGA going off for 30-plus, five or six assists, five or six rebounds. He's super exciting to watch. Absolutely unguardable and uh, an all-star season for him. Damian Lillard, I mean, yeah, Damian Lillard averaging uh, over 30 points a game, if I can read my own writing there. Can you read your own writing? Have you tried to read your own writing lately? Yeah, Damian Lillard, uh, definitely an all-star. Demantis Sabonis. Now, there's the thing. When I was going through the, the whole Western Conference, I looked at every team, scrutinized what they've been doing, how their players have performed, and then look at what the outcome is. Sacramento, hmm, like third or fourth in the conference? Are you kidding me? And it's 52 games in? Yeah, Sabonis is a triple-double threat all the time. And I just got to say, there aren't a lot of awesome big men in the West. I wasn't going, well, DeAndre Ayton or like, no, there's, there's not a lot of big dudes. It is Opera and Shangun's playing well, but he's no all-star. So Sabonis is really a, a benefit of where his team is at, and he's making everybody better. He, they're running the offense through the guy. Another player, similar boat, big man who's having a career year, and I think it's an indic- indicator it's indicative of what he could do in the future and why I would buy Laurie Markinen cards. Buy Laurie Markinen cards. He's one of those dudes I would buy when I can find them cheap and raw and they look great. Okay? Be careful. Be thoughtful. Don't go saying, well, Hoops and Cards said go buy Laurie Markinen. It's never that simple, people. It isn't. You need to buy um, as an educated, smart buyer would. You need to be uh, careful as you evaluate the condition of the card. You don't just go buy pieces of cardboard with Larry Markinen's face on them. Like buy something sharp looking, buy something that's on sale, buy a good deal that maybe you've got a plan for how it's going to grow in value. But Larry Markinen, uh, you know, I thought, man, he's, he's having a great November. He's having a great December. Like he's 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 sustaining it, and I think it's just you know, how he got to the jazz and they said, Hey, play like you did over there in Euro basket, like play, play, like do that Superman stuff you did over there. And he's, he's doing that and we'll continue to do it. It'll be fun to see what Utah does in the trade with the trade deadline coming up. So, but yeah, Laurie Markkinen, another one, De'Aaron Fox, 24 points a game. The team is top three or four in the West. Uh, I had a hard time saying no to De'Aaron Fox, especially when I've got these other players like, Devin Booker's only played 29 games. Yo, Book, I can't make you an all-star. Like, you, you don't get to miss 20 games in the first half of the season and be like, okay, I'm going to – like, he's not an all-star. He's all-star caliber. Clay Thompson, all-star caliber, but you've missed a bunch of games, man. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has only played 32 games, people. That's a lot for Anthony Davis. That's three times more than he's ever played. <laughs> like, Yeah, okay, you're not an all-star. You, you missed 20 games already. 
Uh, CJ McCollum, though, has played really well. Desmond Bain, same deal, man. You missed too many games. Uh, Kawhi Leonard missed too many games. There are some guys that have played a lot of games, and I'd say you're just not ready for prime time yet. You're just not an all-star yet, Keldon. I love you, Keldon. Anthony, you're great. You're doing it. Jaron, whether your blocks are inflated at home or not, I don't care. You're a great player. You're doing it. But I had to go with Anthony. the last two I'm naming are Anthony Edwards and Paul George. When I looked at Anthony Edwards and what he's done for, I want to say, 51 games, well, if I can read my writing, Anthony Edwards is averaging 24.7 points a game for the whole season, shooting well from the field. He is a, a, a what's it called? light at the end of the tunnel. He's a rock in a hard place. He's in Minnesota, man, and yet he's still doing great things. They have a chance to make a playoff run. But either way, I, he's, we had this conversation on the Discord. By the way, if you want to get in on basketball card conversations with us, just message me. Say Gary at hoopsandcards.com. At hoopsandcards. Wait a minute. That's my email. Gary at hoopsandcards.com is my email. My Instagram is at hoopsandcards. And say, yeah, I'd love to get in on the basketball card discussions where we talk about Cards we're buying, new releases, ideas on prospects. Hey, what do you guys think of Anthony Edwards? Do you think he's really, yeah, he's a top five talent. He's only 21 years old and look at what he's doing. So yeah, I think Anthony Edwards makes the all-star team. And then last, but certainly not least, is Paul George. Paul Giorgi. Oh man, he's just having a Paul George kind of season. Clippers are contending. I had to put a clipper in. There, boom, slam. By the way, that 2010 Donruss, Paul George, um, you know, it's it's shaping up that he's one of the least appreciated superstars in our league overall, and he's on his way to the Hall of Fame, you guys. Kawhi Leonard healthy for sure. The Clippers have a chance to make a deeper playoff run than they have in the past two years. But Paul George cards, Paul George rookies are hard to come by. I'm doing my research. I would just say I'm not. The jury is still out on whether or not I would buy a Paul George rookie card. A PSA 10 at a good deal? I probably would. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yarn Walter Jackson Jr., born September 15, 1999, is an American professional basketball player for the Memphis Grizzlies of the National Basketball Association. All right, so this is a first. This is a first for hoops and cards as a, a podcast and a YouTube channel. Uh, a few minutes ago, when I was recording the stuff about the Western Conference All Star picks, uh, my computer just froze, and I don't know if that's because I had all these programs open and I'm recording video now and audio, and you know I've got this this nice camera. Maybe it was just like also in protest. At my all-star selections, protesting the De'Aaron Fox pick, what I was going to tell you guys when it, when we got cut off so rudely by technology was Jamal Murray. Man, so glad he's back if you're a Denver fan. I know all the spotlight has been on Nikola Jokic. I know people early on were talking about, hey, Aaron Gordon might make the all-star team, blah, blah, blah. No, hmm I mean, no, nobody with 16 points and eight rebounds 
you know, is, is going to make an all-star team. Not, not in 2023, but Jamal Murray's name at least deserves consideration at 19.7 points a game and a lot of assists, great percentages coming back from injury. He could be comeback player of the year. In fact, I would vote for that. I'd be all for Jamal Murray. And I, you know, guys, as a, I'm not like a Denver fan. I'm not a Jamal Murray apologist. I, I, I think at times we forget how great a player is when he's been gone for so long, and it's good to see Kawhi returning to form. But Jamal Murray, of all the guys who have come back from injury, not named Zion Williamson, although Zion's hurt again, uh, and Anthony Davis, he seems to be on the ground every, like at least once a quarter. Am I, am I making this up? Jamal Murray, 2016 rookie, some good – the thing I like about him, here it is. Uh, Denver's going to make a playoff run. Count on it this year. Denver is going to make a playoff run. If the Joker stays healthy, of course, Denver is going to make a playoff run. They're going to be in some big games where Jamal Murray is going to be stepping up and being that that guy that went toe-to-toe with Donovan Mitchell, that guy that could drop 50 on you, that guy that's just super excited to be back. And, yeah, is he worthy of an all-star spot? I think so. I do. Um but just not as worthy. Like I could have flipped a coin between him and De'Aaron Fox. Didn't do it. Just went with De'Aaron. So that's what I'm saying, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you stick around, I've got a special guest appearance from my daughter, Julie, who wanted to uh, come on the show and ask me a LeBron James question. So we'll, uh, we'll hit you up with that. Uh, but as always, give me a shout out at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Tell me your deals. Tell me your all-star picks and why I should have picked your guy over. None of these are really my guys. I tried to be objective. I wouldn't have picked Bam out of bio if we were picking all our favorites. And, and Kyrie, sit down, man. Start Joel Embiid. See you after the break and uh, with our special guest. All right. So I don't know what happened there as I was in the middle of talking about the all-star team, but um, we do have a special uh, featured guest on today's show. Uh, My daughter, Julie said, Hey dad, can I make a quick appearance on the show? And uh, so hoops and cards world meet Julie. Hey, Hey. so I have a question for you, Gare. Oh, you got a question. All right. Like talk louder, right? Okay. There you go. So, you know how LeBron's like becoming like the lead scorer ever right right he's gonna yeah. break the uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record um do you think like now is like a good time to buy LeBron cards maybe that's a Julie that's an awesome question that's great she's all nervous and like I don't know if, I don't know how to say this but you know LeBron is uh, he we've seen him play a lot at, our family has and uh I've got a ton of his cards but uh yes right now is a great time to basically celebrate the LeBron James card market. Hopefully you've already bought some because there's going to be a bump in the next few weeks. Yes. He's going to, he's going to break it in three or four games, Julie. So yeah, it might yeah. be a good time to sell LeBron cards too. Cause everybody's going to be going after him. I don't have any LeBron cards. You don't actually, I might, I can, check. I bet you do. If not, we'll, we'll hook you up. That's uh, the least I can do, right? Like she's my daughter. I've got 200 LeBron cards. Yeah. So so yeah, any, anything else you want to say to all of our listeners around the world? We got we've got listeners in California, people listening in the Philippines, Tokyo. Why do they listen? <laughs> That's a great question. Did you guys hear that? Say that again, Julie. Why do they listen? <laughs> Why are you listening? 
to us. Um, no, seriously, the, the world of podcasting is fascinating because anybody that searches for sports cards or basketball cards, right? They're going to, they're going to find out who's, who's talking about that stuff. So (laughs) that's true. You're not, but uh, basically people listen because we enjoy following the NBA and buying and selling cards. Like there's, there's card collectors and fans around the world. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Have you listened to my show yet, Julie? mm, (laughs) A little bit? No. No. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, any any other things you want to say while you're here at the, uh, the we're here live at the studio here in Akron, Ohio. Nathan, Nathan, and Luke. is he is Luke? Are these specific like Luke Walton NBA players? Nathan, Nathan Miller. Okay, you're saying last names here. Oh, this is guys. This is a big a big day, a big moment for us. So shouting out. Our favorite Lake Center Tigers, and uh, you guys, you guys are awesome. Great to see you in action, at least some of you. With this deal, you guys, our high school basketball team, where like three or four of the guys got sick on the same day. What's up with that? I think it's a plan. A plan. <laughs> a plan. Yep, we're we're tanking so we can get the number one pick next year, right? Yeah. We can get the the uh, the big eighth graders transfer in. Oh yeah, Brody Silk is really good. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Jules, thanks for being on the show. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was actually her volleyball tournament that we were driving to the other day. So Julie and her team, what did you win? You won the silver bracket. Mm-hmm. They won the silver bracket at the Battle of, no, the Lake Erie Challenge. So yes. pretty exciting times here as uh, Hoops and Cards went on the road to uh, a volleyball game, right? I actually wore my oh, Hoops and Cards games. volleyball. I was like eight volleyball games. But I actually wore my hoops and cards swag, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You didn't care what I was wearing. You were like, you let's just extreme stuff. Yeah, I I don't have any extreme stuff. But all right, Jules, you're awesome. I love you. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right. Take care now. Bye-bye, then.